Hi, it's Erica. And it's Liana, and this is the Night Guys podcast. We're here to join you weekly to cover weird and spooky stuff, supernatural, extraterrestrial, cryptid, culty, true crime. I'm actually drinking old wine tonight. Ooh. This is, you didn't tell me that. I Special know. occasion. <laughs> actually, it was because I finished that bottle that you gave me. And what happened was I had opened up this bottle that I'm drinking right now first, but because I wanted to drink your wine as soon as I got home, ah. I opened yours. So this is like almost three week old open wine. <laughs> it's fucking gross. Is it white or? It's white. <laughs> mm, nothing like a fine white wine. Mm, it's aged. <laughs> but I kept it in the fridge. I'm jealous. <laughs> I'm not. It kind of burns. I bet it does. Burns so good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drinking a cider. Is it I'm a cidre? Rosé. Oh. Rosé Barsara. That sounds really <laughs> extra bougie. Um, It's delicious. Let me see the bottle. <laughs> it's like cute. Kind of pink. And... Oh, it's ace. Okay. Yeah. It's a good time, guys. Good time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll accept it. Okay. Um. So before we get into our news, we just need to give a big, giant, mushy shout out to Real Life Ghost Stories because they played our promo and our listening numbers went so high that Erica and I have been freaking out about it almost every. <laughs> Because we're a small time, <laughs> apparently, because we had no idea people could get that many listens. <laughs> and for them, that's probably like just on like a like that's a Tuesday. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. It's like a Tuesday, at like three a.m. It's not really a big it's deal. Pretty boring, you guys. That's sad. <laughs> but yes, real life ghost stories, amazing. Also, when I listened to their podcast that they did our promo on, they were talking about like creepy ghost children. <laughs> it gave me the creep so bad. <laughs> Because Sean and I want kids, and I was like, "Do I want kids?" Oh no, now they're creepy. I I want that. You want creepy ghost <laughs> child? <laughs> Bobby's listening, going, "No, no, 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 no." I mean, Esme's too cute to be creepy, she's but so cute. I'd love it if she said some. I can't wait till she talks. I'm very excited. <laughs> Bobby will lose his shit if she says something weird. I will be like. Mm, go on. <laughs> if I hand more. you this Ouija board, what do you think? What happens? <laughs> Tell me about World War II airplanes. Do you know anything about those? <laughs> Perfect. Well, I told you about um, that stuff that I handed to my brother um, at my birthday party. It was stuff Mm-mm. from when he was a kid. There was a bunch of little pictures of him, and then there were some things that he had done like little strips of paper that he had written on as a maybe like a first grader or kindergartner or something. But he had written on one of the sheets of paper, like one of them said something like, I love my cats. Another one said something else. I don't really know what this project was for, but one of them said all of the demons. And I was like, uh, when was my brother creepy? Excuse me? <laughs> I know. My brother's <laughs> such a dope. I love him so much. And I was like, when, where are you creepy all ever? All of the demons. All, all of them. All of them. <laughs> There's so many. He said all. <laughs> Need to have Ian on. Put him through some regression therapy and be like, what kind of uh, demons? I mean, Tell I know us. all, but. All which, of them, yeah. <laughs> which, which ones stand out? <laughs> <laughs> which ones specifically? All of the demons. I don't know. My brother's weird. I like it. Me too. Huh. 
So metal. <laughs> anyway, moving back to our, our thankfulness to real life ghost stories. We love you. In fact, thank you. We'll give you the what is it? Yeah, Bell of Glory. Bell of Glory. <laughs> oh no, not a shame. I'm sorry, my thumb gets crazy. <laughs> I opened up my Google Assistant. I'll get it. <laughs> Um, but Fail. also thank you to all of our new listeners of course we love all of our all of our listeners including our og listeners but our new listeners welcome it's pretty cool thank to have you here. for listening yes it means so mucho smucho like, smucho <laughs> smooches new listeners no no, no nobody likes that they all turned away and unsubscribed right there <laughs> um also we had a couple of really awesome itunes reviews that i just wanted to share one of them was from why i'm single the podcast which <laughs> i was listening to today because i was like i know i've seen these ladies around and oh they're so relatable i love listening to them they're amazing but they said that they are here for the funny women oh i hear an angry baby on your side she's all of the demons <laughs> all of them all of them ian you put all of the demons in here <laughs> oh, no. i did bring that sheet of paper to your house so maybe it just left the demons there i don't know oh, it's okay baby Ooh, but uh yeah so thank you wonderful ladies uh well this one's from amy but why i'm why i'm single the podcast and then also <laughs> this person it says their name is l double o and they said they're about to binge this, and they said five stars based on the intro music alone. Oh, which made me really happy because finding that music took a really long time because people Way obviously too long. Well, because people want credit for their music, but this person was happy to share their music for free without licensing. But anyway, so thank you to those folks that gave us our iTunes reviews. They really mean a lot to us. Um, we don't get them very often, but we really, really appreciate them when they come in. So if you have time and you have an iTunes account, for some reason, that means a lot to people. I, I don't know. I'll take a review from any site, really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Does it matter? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to talk about Patreon? Um, no. We would love for you to join it. <laughs> Please. Um, hopefully you're interested in it and if you are then we suggest you do it this month because we have a contest and if you become a patron at any tier level then you're entered to win a bunch of stuff and swag and um why not the stuff is worth more than it is to be a two dollar patron for a year so you have a chance at getting more than your money back and you're also getting an extra episode a week um we call mini episodes kind of but or tiny guys, but um, they're actually pretty close to a regular sized episode. <laughs> yeah. So it's not like you're getting a like fifteen minute little like fast thing. Um, we're pretty much doing a regular episode. I think yeah. one of them was longer than our. <laughs> <laughs> well, Same. I know that when we bring our husbands on occasionally, they wanna they wanna chat too. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. And the last time that we brought them on, we talked about Midsummer, and they had opinions. About all of that. I still think about that movie. Like, I do too. Daily. I'm, I'm trying it's to weird. think if I actually like it now. Now that we've like picked it apart and I'm like, I didn't like it. And I'm like, do I like it? I might like it a little bit. Maybe I like it to be contrarian. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like an astrological sign. <laughs> <laughs> contrarian? Oh, that's yeah. a new one. <laughs> Let's just squeeze it's it before. into that circle. <laughs> yeah, why not? 
what would the symbol be? It'd be like a. Uh... It'd be that girl in the the emoji where she's like doing the X above her head. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> That's funny. You said you think that one. I immediately I thought emoji too, which is sad. <laughs> Apparently, our thoughts are emojis now. But um, I thought the one where the girl's like, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, but I think it's the other one. <laughs> oh, you're like way nicer as a contrarian. I'm like, no, 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 no. X. No. <laughs> Mine's just more annoying. I'm like, oh, she doesn't even know why she's disagreeing. <laughs> No, I don't know. No. What do you want to eat? You're right. I don't I think know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Worst. <laughs> Moving on to news. Now that uh, we have a new astrological symbol. <laughs> Contrarian. <laughs> sometimes it's on one day. Sometimes it's on another. <laughs> sometimes it doesn't feel like showing up at all. And sleepier. <laughs> I'm only here because I felt like it. Maybe I'll leave. I'm not sure. This place sucks. <laughs> Depends on if I like what you're doing. I don't know. I might not like it. <laughs> uh, do you have news? A hot day. It's oh. short and stupid. All right. Which I love. My favorite. <laughs> Always. Illinois man with name tattooed on neck allegedly gave police false ID. <laughs> my god does he not understand okay continue irritated with him already (laughs) an illinois man was arrested (laughs) after he allegedly gave police a fake name despite having his real name tattooed on his neck (laughs) matthew bushman 36 (laughs) supposedly gave the false ID and birth date to officers with the Mattoon Police Department. What are these names? (laughs) Mattoon? Uh, Oh, man. Okay. Who were investigating a forgery on October 8th. Um, Authorities wrote on Facebook Tuesday that Bushman, or as he likes to be referred to, Matty B. No. (laughs) Oh. Tattoo states. (laughs) Had a warrant out for his arrest, um, and so he lied about his name. He was arrested on the 11th for obstructing justice and booked. (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay. What? So, I immediately thought his neck tattoo was on the back. Mm. It's on his throat. (laughs) Nah, that ain't me. No. (laughs) I'm not Matty B. (laughs) I'm Matty C. Maddie B's my dog. <laughs> he done some shady shit, guys. You should go talk to him. <laughs> oh, that guy sucks. Maddie B on the throat. Man, you know what's weird is it's written in like a Disney font. What? Ew, mm-hmm. I hate it's like him. Ma- magical. <laughs> I'm sending um, you my article. Unfortunately, has a video that starts to play on it. So I'm going to let you open that up and push pause on the video because it'll autoplay which is the worst okay because it's from fox news i see it it's not okay it's so gross this is why i was freaking out before we started because if you guys uh new new folks hi uh we don't really read our news articles before we bring them to you we look for the most flashy title that we can find or the most upsetting and then we read it so (laughs) 
Anyway. No, I just shuddered and got goosebumps. Yeah. See? (laughs) Okay. It says, these creepy artificial skin cases make phones pinchable and ticklish. Whoa. And they look like a piece of raw chicken. (laughs) (laughs) Wait. Do they make noise? Okay. I'm just going to read it to you. Just relax. Drink your... Cidre. Ever feel like your smartphone is becoming an extension of yourself? This newly developed phone case breaks down even more barriers between you and your phone with a lifelike, quote, skin, which allegedly responds to human contacts such as pinching and tickling. It seriously looks like a dry piece of fake chicken or just looks like raw chicken, chicken soap. Oh. <laughs> Apparently, someplace in France devised the artificial skin for technology devices that detects and interprets a variety of gestures. For example, slapping the case indicates anger, and pinching or pulling its skin indicates an upset user. If it tickles the accessory, it releases a laughing emoji onto the phone. Why? I don't know. Why I mean, do you, I know that why? you and I think in emojis sometimes, but this is nasty. No, no. No dungy. Uh, In a paper released Saturday, researchers build on a long history of artificial skin in a field of robotics to harvest, quote, interactive properties of the skin that are specifically useful for human-computer interaction. In essence, the researchers believe the phone's skin could increase user expressiveness. I don't get it. The creepily realistic skin layer is comprised of one layer of stretchable copper wire in between two layers of silicone. And applying pressure on the skin changes the electrical charge of the wiring. And apparently they have big plans for the future, such as to make the skin more realistic with embedded hair and temperature features. Oh, no. Like trying not to vomit. Ew. Why, though? I still don't get why. I don't know. Why is that a thing? It says they may also look to include larger surfaces. Ew. One participant (laughs) put forth the idea of a skin-on wall. Their paper also mentioned changing the texture of the skin... With, such as with sweat or goosebumps to indicate disgust or frustration. But why? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Why do you need to have it know that? This work explores the intersection between man and machine. We may have seen many works trying to augment humans with parts of machines. Here we look at the other way around and try to make the devices we use every day more like us, i.e. human-like. I like my phone being a phone. Shame, 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 shame. It's so gross. I hate it so much. I don't like it. Ooh, ooh, I just... So I just don't understand. I just don't understand. Why? Why do I need to purchase this and then tickle it? (laughs) Or pinch it or slap it. Uh... I will definitely at least post this in our stories i don't want it there permanently on our feed sorry everybody but not sorry this is too gross ew why <laughs> ew oh my god <laughs> so i thought ew. i would upset you with that why do you want to be the person that works for that company who why would you want to be the person I mean, that came up with that idea ew is there a quality control job Oh. Like slapping phone cases all day. <laughs> <laughs> that is so gross. Oh. How is work today? <laughs> Rough day. Made a lot of phones really pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, okay. with that horrible news, let's talk about witches. <laughs> that has nothing to do with this. <laughs> nope. 
Oh, I'm no. <laughs> Stop looking at it. It's gross. I it, it's gone. Okay, I closed it, but it's still there in the world. <laughs> Somewhere, someone's slapping their phone. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like chicken skin. Ah, mm. uh, okay. So yeah, we're talking about witches. Mm. Not skins on phones. <laughs> <laughs> So I think we mentioned that we're going to stay away from Salem and the witch trials and Mm -hmm. that because as fascinating and frustrating and sad as it is, um, everyone's talked about it. So we kind of wanted to see what else we could find about this topic. Yeah, because there's witchcraft does not just solely exist in Salem, Massachusetts, (laughs) or even in England and Scotland and yeah, Mm -hmm. it does more. Not just like Western culture. (laughs) (laughs) Luckily, there was a lot of info. Mm. I kind of didn't know where where, to stay, like what lane I wanted to pick. I chose a um, lot of planes. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. You you want to start? How sure. do you want to start? Well, just a brief explanation. Witches were people who practiced witchcraft using magic spells and calling upon spirits for help or to bring about change. Um, many misunderstood witches, particularly the ones that died or that were killed due to other cultures not appreciating what they're doing. Many were just natural healers. Um, or wise women. Yeah, we're talking about women. So and so their their profession was just misunderstood because they were used by a lot of the not used like they were appreciated by a lot of the local town folk. Because they used healing herbs and stuff, which we still use today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, early witches were often misunderstood folks if they were treated with disrespect. <laughs> so insane. You think if somebody was like able to cure people, like that they would be like revered. Yeah, it's like yeah. no, like. Ugh, it's just so strange. Burnham, they didn't understand. pray to Jesus for it, so only Jesus heals. It's like <laughs> that, it's fine, but whatever. Why are you mad at them for helping? Like I just don't get it. I don't either. It's frustrating. So you, I say you start because I see what I think. You, what you have will be better to yeah, start right. with. Well, uh oh. <laughs> so I want to tie into our last episode. We talked about moth mothman mothman mothman. And one of the suggestions for what Mothman could have been was La Lechuza. And she's kind of like a witch, maybe, but also kind of like just a night terror kind of thing. But she was supposedly a real bruja, which was a witch. Mm-hmm. There are also brujos in Mexico, but she was supposedly an old witch who sold her soul to the devil in exchange of magical powers. And as a result, she can transform into a large bird, but she can be identified by her head, which is that of a hideous old woman. And I found this really awesome picture that I don't know if it's like if it's like from a movie or whatever. But I thought it was cool, so I thought I'd share it with you. Ooh, is this from a Pictures. movie? Are you gonna make fun of me? You're like, duh, this is from Blah Blah Movie. Yeah, man. Um, oh, I don't know. I like her. I do, too. She's spooky looking. She's got white eyeballs and old craggly face and then bird beak just shoved into her human face. <laughs> <laughs> I like her. I like it. So 
some legends state that multiple women act as La Lechuza in their territories flying through the night to find prey, but another version of the story indicates that she was once a witch that was murdered by the locals. Seeking revenge, she took this form, which okay. I would totally do the same thing. Yeah, let's scare the shit out of everybody. Let's slap a beak on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like um, the original uh, put a bird on it, Portlandia. <laughs> <laughs> put a bird on it. I haven't watched that show in a long That's time. That's good. I haven't either. Other tales claim that La Lechuza is the vengeful, vengeful spirit of a woman who returned from her grave for the sole purpose of tormenting the living. I just really <laughs> liked her because I wanted to tie in Mothman. She sounds cool. Mm-hmm. She did not make my list of world mythology and scariest witches. What? And like folklore, I'm surprised. Because she's terrifying looking. Yeah. I feel like uh... they're just hating on Mexico right now. Probably. So this one's kind of creepy. Okay. I like her. Her name's Kiki Mora. <laughs> okay. She is a household spirit mm-hmm. um, who must, above all else, be respected, which I already respect her for this. <laughs> I demand like, girl, respect. We are on the same page. <laughs> um, she's a female equivalent and wife to the Demovoy or male household spirit, and her present is always presence is always made uh, known by wet footprints. Okay, just creepy. Yeah, I like it. Um, also annoying, cause, like, you have to clean it up. So, like, <laughs> I'm losing respect. What makes Kikimora a witch you don't want to cross? Well, she's somewhat harmless, but if she is disrespected, <laughs> she will whistle, break dishes, and throw things around. Rude. Don't break my dishes. How creepy. A whistle? That's strange. Usually it's like a scream or, like, a whistle would be kind of unnerving. You know what's funny? They said something about a whistle. Uh, how to identify Lechuza? It says, if you step out after midnight, if you hear a strange whistling or baby cries, it's her. Ugh, weird. I don't like that at all. I don't like the whistle either. Makes me think of, like, I don't know. Apparently if you use salt, it'll help keep her away. Okay. All right. So another famous witch in folklore, at least. We, I feel like everybody knows her. But um, who cares? Morgan Le Fay. Okay. She's awesome. So she's part of the King Arthur, like Merlin, all that good stuff. <laughs> um, I always liked her. I loved her when, um, what's her name? Miranda, help me. Oh, the actress. She's like the coolest actress ever. Miranda. She was in the Harry Potter Killing movies. Me. She was Rita, um, the reporter. Oh, God. What Richardson. Miranda Thank Richardson. You. Um, She played her in the Sam Neill, like, TV kind of version, and she was so freaking cool. You and damn Merlin. I swear to God, we, this is not the first time we've talked about Merlin on this podcast. Because <laughs> Miranda Lambert is a sh- or not Lambert, Richardson. She's a shit. I love her so much. She's so creepy in it. I think she's Morgan Le Fay. Well, she's like a version of her, because there's another one named Nim, and she might be like a version of both. I'm not sure. Either way, she was in it, and I like her. That's all that really matters. (laughs) No matter what is inaccurate in that, what I just said, she's still cool. (laughs) So in the myth, she works tirelessly with her magic to bring down the good Queen Guinevere, who banished her from the court when she was younger. She tries to betray her lover, Sir Lancelot, and Mm. um, basically messes with king arthur's knights um she's super cool so so far the theme is witches in folklore are not nice yeah (laughs) i'm learning that (laughs) Uh uh-huh this one's fun too because she's called the witch of endor which just makes me think of ewoks or whatever teddy bears (laughs) squeak squeak when they walk that's what i hear (laughs) i Um, like their waddle i think it's really funny 
<laughs> the witch of Endor wasn't necessarily malevolent, <laughs> but the fate she spoke of was not one to be ignored. Um, as the story goes, King Saul went to the witch of Endor for answers about how to defeat the Philistines. Um, the witch then summoned the ghost of the prophet Samuel, who didn't tell him how to defeat the Philistines, but prophesied that he would be defeated and join his three sons in the afterlife. Um, mm. Saul, who was wounded the next day in battle, kills himself out of fear. <laughs> sucks. Oh, and while gosh. the witch didn't technically make Saul kill himself, she kind of led to it because she said, y'all are going to die, and he got scared and just did it himself. Oh. Eee. So I like that that's considered not malevolent. <laughs> how is that? Psychological warfare. Okay. <laughs> okay, I want to read one more, at sure. least. Sure. Because her name's Jenny Greenteeth. <laughs> I hope she's evil because with that name she it go go to town. Before Jenny you Green finish Tea. her name, I was hearing Jenny Green Tea, and I was like, "That I like. I'm down with that." And then you, I thought you were teeth. gonna think I said teats. That's gross. I hate that word. That word's the worst word. I hate that word. Oh, that's like moist. Also terrible. Yum. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> Depending on where in England you're from, you may know this cruel hag as Ginny, Ginny, Janine, or Wicked Jenny. Great. Good for her. That's nice for her. Jenny Greenteeth so was a nice. hag who would intentionally drown the young and the old for the sheer fun of it. Good in Lord. some legends, she devours the children and elderly. In others, she's just a sadist who enjoys pain her victims go through. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> she's frequently described as having a green complexion, razor-sharp razor teeth. Um, as with many creepy characters from folklore, she's probably used to scare children into behaving and um, staying close to the water's edge when taking an afternoon swim. But the main moral to the story is this. Stay away from our green... <laughs> this is so sad. Stay away from green river hags. <laughs> <laughs> so mean. <laughs> That's mean. <laughs> Oh, I hear an angry baby. Why is she so I angry? I've done that. Stupid teeth are so mean. I hate it. She's oh. like, green teeth. I know. <laughs> okay. I want to talk about the Navajo. Hmm. They have witchcraft, but it's a little different than what we would typically think of. When they speak of witchcraft, they're talking about a skinwalker. They're known as the... Oh, God. Please forgive me for butchering this. The Yi Naldolushi, which is depicted as a witch that harms others by disguising itself as an animal. Okay. The Yi Naldolushi translates, I'm really sorry for my butchering of that name, uh, translates to, by means of it, it goes on all fours. The legend of skinwalkers is not well understood outside of Navajo culture, uh, mostly due to reluctance to discuss the subject with outsiders, which I can appreciate. I'm not gonna hate on them for that keep keep those secrets but i am mm -hmm. gonna share what we do know <laughs> spill them beans <laughs> so let's see navajo witches including skinwalkers represent the antithesis of the navajo cultural values so navajo witches are bad they are not considered good i wasn't really expecting all of this to be bad sorry <laughs> mm -hmm. It's a bummer that it's history swayed it that way. Yeah, Erica and I think bad. witches are cool. People who like hunt them? them, not so cool. No. People who come up with the name <laughs> Green Teeth, <laughs> not no cool. No wonder she'd hurt people. Yeah, I She's would too. So pissed. She's like, "Well, fuck you guys." Ugh. 
So while community healers and cultural workers are known as medicine men and women, witches are seen as evil, performing twisted ceremonies and manipulating magic in a perversion of the good works medicine people traditionally perform. So they're kind of like the yin and yang. In order to practice their good works, traditional healers learn about both good and evil magic. And most can handle the responsibility, but some people can become corrupt and choose to become witches, which I thought was very interesting. Um, So the legend of the name that I keep butchering that I'm not going to repeat. Animals associated with witchcraft usually include tricksters, such as the coyote, but can include other creatures, usually those associated with death or bad omens. And they might also possess living animals or people, which I think is creepy, and walk around in their bodies by locking eyes with them. Skinwalkers may be male or female. And skinwalker stories told among Navajo children may be complete life and death struggles that either end in skinwalker or Navajo killing the other partial encounter stories that end in a stalemate. They're kind of like used as morals, moral stories. Okay. To kind of teach them about good and evil but i wanted to share some facts about skinwalkers that apparently will scare the shit out of you oh sweet yeah they do have the ability to transform into any different type of animal at will but if they want to steal faces of different people they have to look into your eyes they are most frequently seen as coyotes wolves foxes eagles owls or crows oh so if you do lock eyes with a skinwalker they can absorb themselves into your body and take control of your actions oh weird so they're not they're not um mistaking you Mm-mm. they're actually possessing you sort yeah. of yeah Exactly. Whoa, I didn't know that. Mm-mm. Oh, weird. Are there cases of this? I mean, I'm sure there are. I'm sure there are, but a lot of those cases I think they try to keep to themselves because then that would divulge too much information. I see that. Yeah. Why? Huh. If their other powers weren't enough, skinwalkers also said are said to be able to run incredibly long distances, some say over 200 miles in one evening. So they can be all up in your business and apparently hang around in graveyards. They can take many forms. Many people who see them today describe them as hollowed out dog-like animals. I don't know what that means, but I don't like it. Who that? I don't know what that means. (laughs) And apparently they like to recruit more skinwalkers. They don't really describe how how that happens. So when you want to learn about navajo medicine like uh being like a medicine man or medicine that's woman, one of the things they have to teach you the dark and the light so that they can okay. know what they have to protect against or heal and yeah, i don't know <laughs> sounds spooky sounds like too I easily like corruptible <laughs> yeah I want to be truthfully, that. like, as much as I'd want to learn all the good stuff, I'd be like, but I could be a bird and I could fly around and I could get stuff, I could get places really fast as an animal. <laughs> I kind of like could it. crap on people's cars that I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> pee on their stuff. I'm pretty excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into that. Yeah, I'm into too. it. <laughs> okay, your turn. Uh, so I Tell me more wanted... about leeches. We jeez. Did you... Uh, this is how I'm going to pronounce it. So. Oh, boy. All aboard the train. <laughs> <laughs> Malleus Maleficarum. Okay. Sounds I, good. That sounds good to me. All right. Um, This is the Medieval Witch Hunter's book. Medieval Witch Hunter's book. Okay. That existed and was real, and it's absurd. <laughs> I was going to say, it's probably filled with totally ridiculous pictures and descriptions of witches. <sighs> 
it's insane. So it's a Latin book that was written in 1486 and mm-hmm. 1487. Okay. This is also frightening. It's also known as the Hammer of Witches. What? No, <laughs> that makes me think of... It's like a the loose hammer. translation of the title. Yeah, it makes me think the of Um <laughs> The book is written, or at least credited as being written, by two German Dominican monks, uh, Heinrich Kramer and Jacob Springer. The two were also theology professors. Um, yeah, it's just insane. It's a document about witchcraft written in the medieval period. It um, was really, like, well-known during this time. Um, it came so soon after Gutenberg's printing revolution. It was more widely widely distributed than previously, um, like, other copied manuals okay. like, that were before it. Um Oh, it's insane. So it came at a peak point in European witchcraft when people were like, it came like when people were accusing others of witchcraft. Like, sure, it was peaking, and then this book came out. So, so then it made people even more bananas crazy. Yeah, because now they have like a manual of how to like, you know, well the book says this, and what do I look for? And she oh my stepped god, on I the told grass you. and it bent. She's a witch killer. Yeah, <laughs> it's just so scary. Um. Oh, it's just not good. So um, during the 9th uh, through 13th centuries, the church had established and enforced penalties for witchcraft. Right. Originally, these were based on the church's assertion that witchcraft was a superstition. Therefore, belief in witchcraft was not in accord with the church's theology. This associated witchcraft with hearsay. The Roman Inquisition was established in the 13th century to find and punish these heretics um, because, you know, they were seen as undermining the church's beliefs and theology. And basically everything that the church's foundations were built on. That's rude. And then this book came along <laughs> mm. and gave people a little bit more power when they were like, wanting do good deeds for Jesus. <laughs> Why do they and about, do it like that? I don't know. And about 1481, uh, the Pope heard from the two German monks and the communication described cases of witchcraft they'd encountered and complained that church authorities were not sufficiently cooperative with their investigation. Several popes before the Pope they spoke to had written or taken action on witches. Those popes were concerned with heresies and other beliefs and activities contrary to the church teachings. And so popes were down with this book. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, they, they did a lot. So they were in talks with the Pope. Uh, they issued and gave full authority to these two guys. <sighs> and it's just not good. Why did, who wrote this book? Who was the douche? Two German, German Dominican monks. Oh, I so I don't know basically that. everything I just said, what the point of that the popes were on board. All of them. <laughs> Seems like a lot of popes. There's a lot of popes. <laughs> Three years after um, the popes were down with it, Kramer and possibly the other guy they think helped write it or at least influenced it, they produced a new handbook for inquisitors on the subject of witches. Their title was the Malleus Maleficarum. The word Maleficarum <laughs> means harmful magic or witchcraft, and this manual is uh-huh. used to hammer out such practices. It also told people how to identify them, convict them of the charge of witchcraft, and execute them for the crime. So it's how to spot them, how to make sure they get convicted of what I've spotted them 
doing and how we kill them once it's all done. So scary. The book was divided into three sections. The first was to answer skeptics who thought that witchcraft was just a superstition. A view shared by some previous popes. This part of the book attempted to prove that the practice of witchcraft was real and that those participating in witchcraft really did make an agreement with devil and they were down to harm others. Beyond that, the section asserts that not believing in witchcraft is itself heresy. You don't believe in it, then you might be a witch. It's insane. The second section sought to prove that real harm was caused by the Maleficarum. So this, like, bad witch magic. The third section was a manual for the procedures to investigate, arrest, and punish. I just don't have words for that. This is also really sad. Okay. The, uh, this manual, down. book, whatever you want to call it, it strongly believes that witchcraft was mostly found among women. The manual bases this idea that both good and evil in women tend to be an extreme. No middle of the road, good or bad for them. After providing many stories of women's vanity, tendency towards lying, weak intellect, the <laughs> Inquisitors also allege that a woman's lust is the basis of all witchcraft, thus making witch accusations also sexual accusations. Um, Midwives, especially singled out in this book, is wicked for their supposed ability to prevent conception or terminate a pregnancy by deliberate miscarriage. They also claim that midwives tend to eat infants or with live births often uh, give the children to Satan. Well, naturally. I mean, <laughs> Duh. obviously. That's Church what isn't helping for. them out any, so <laughs> I, why not? <laughs> God. The midwives that I've met have been like the most angelic humans on the planet. Ever. <laughs> so this book also likes to say that witches always make a formal pact with the devil and they copulate with the incubi, a form of devil or devils who have the appearance of life through aerial bodies. It also asserts that witches can possess another person's body. Scandwalkers. Huh. Another assertion is that witches and devils can make male sexual organs disappear. So there lies the root of all of this. Uh, they affect my wang. Yeah, one of them has got like an STD, and so he blamed it on a witch. <laughs> mm. His dong shriveled up and fell off, and he's like, "Witches did it." My dong small. It wasn't always this way. <laughs> witch finder. <laughs> it was insane. much bigger before. <laughs> so sad. That's sad because it's true. It's oh, yeah. insane. It's always women's fault. Uh, of course. I just. I just don't know. Um, so, yeah. And then, it, it, like I said, it goes on to talk about, like, if, once you take them to trial, oh. how to handle that. No, it just makes it more sad. Yeah, because I'm sure they used it. <sighs> it's very upsetting. So, once I was reading about this, I was like, it didn't give me enough info on how to identify which, according to this book. Oh, no. And I just kind of wanted to look up some just in general things. These ones, I think, were used during the Salem witch trials. Okay. But a lot of this stuff is, I think, inspired by this book. One way to identify a witch. Mm-hmm. Make a witch cake. <laughs> Witches do love cakes. 
<laughs> I know I do. Uh, like, these guys are so stupid. What's a witch cake? Okay. It's definitely something you don't want to eat. You take the urine of the people who no. are thought to be under the spell of said witch in question, mix it with rye meal, you make a little patty, then you feed the patty to a dog. Because some of the powers the witch used to cast a spell on the afflicted people were in their urine. When the dog eats the cake, it will hurt the witch and she'll cry out in agony. Says, what? Who comes <laughs> up with this shit? The like, same people who mad. think their wings are small because of some person they've never met. Uh, okay. Mm. Eat a pea cake. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> Feed it to your poor puppy. Weigh them <laughs> against a stack of Bibles. If the suspected witch is heavier or lighter... Or lighter than the stack of Bibles, then clearly she's guilty. So you have to be the exact weight of mm-hmm. the, the whatever Otherwise, stack. not in the clear. So very rarely did this person weigh the exact same as this stack of Bibles. Shame. Mm-hmm. Shame. So you know they rig it, obviously. I mean, this isn't a shock. But like, hey, this person looks like they're going to weigh 150. Let's pick four Bibles. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, we only have one Bible in town. Oops. You weigh more than it, which... So, check for moles, birthmarks, scars, or extra nipples. These are oh. considered the marks of the devil. For moles? I had to have a mole removed, so I guess that makes or sense. Or scars? Do you know how many people are scarred, especially back then? Everyone now... Ev- if you don't have a scar on you as we speak, like, that's... Wow. I know, I'm impressed. In- me too. What do you do? <laughs> Tell me a secret. <laughs> but... A birthmark. I mean, what else? So, if but if you need more proof, when you find said scar or whatever, you are supposed to try pricking the devil's mark with a blade. If it doesn't bleed or hurt when it's pricked, you've definitely got a witch on your hands. Okay. Uh, okay. Shame. Just, I, I don't have words for the stupidity. Right. People. Number four, observe them talking to themselves. I would be done immediately. That's I w- all I do. I've already been dead after all of the things that you said except for pea cake because that's super gross. <laughs> uh, <laughs> during the witch trials, one accused woman, Sarah Good, was damned partially based on the fact that she was sometimes seen muttering to herself. And sometimes this even happened when she was leaving people's houses. Also not weird. If I'm no. leaving, like, getting coffee, so I'd be like, mm, that was really yummy. Okay, where's my car? <laughs> oh, my God. I talked all to myself out loud all to myself. day. <laughs> like, that's probably what she did. Like, oh, did I leave my apple bag? And No, I have my apples. Okay. Everything <laughs> like, is fine. <laughs> um, so people thought she was casting a spell on the people that she had just talked to. What the fuck? Leave her alone. Poor woman. She was hung. Oh, I hope she came back and haunted all Me of you. Me too. You're supposed to ask them to recite the Lord's Prayer. If they don't, they're guilty. If they do, guilty. What? George Burroughs, the only minister to be executed during the trials, ran across this problem. He was standing <laughs> at the gallows to be executed when he recited the Lord's Prayer to prove his innocence. It is uh, believed that a witch or warlock in this case, he was a warlock, would be mm. unable to utter the holy words. People were momentarily convinced that the jury had wronged him until a minister named Cotton Mather told the crowd that the devil allowed George to say the prayer wow. to make him seem innocent. And people were like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Makes Satan. Makes me really think that all of these people that lived this long ago, they were all a bunch of psychopaths. 
because they totally, totally loved killing people. Just they loved limb. it. And then watching it, it's wild to me. I'm amazed that we even survived. <laughs> <laughs> this one's really sad. Oh, These no. are all sad, but this has like a extra knife turn, I guess. You're supposed to ask a hard of hearing elderly woman if she's guilty. <gasps> Leave Fuck them up. alone. So if she doesn't respond, totally a witch, guys. This happened to a 71-year-old Rebecca Nurse, was known to be a very pious woman, and most people in the community were hesitant to accuse her or believe the pointing fingers that were headed right at her. In fact, she was found not guilty during her first trial. First. First? But when there were outbursts from young girls who said they were being tormented by a witch, Nurse was reconsidered. When another prisoner claimed that, quote, she was one of us during the trial and Nurse failed to respond... Guilty. Hung. You should have killed all those stupid young girls. Uh, and you know the person who, like, said that, who was also locked up for being a witch, probably thought, no one thinks she's a witch. If we say, I'm, if I know her, maybe, you know, I'm sure. And I get it. You're desperate. They press. None of them. You should have been in there in the first place. No. Ooh, this one's intriguing. Number seven. Note the number of pets she has. <laughs> Erica, you are totally a witch. Don't you have seven? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> this is. I'm not la- I'm not laughing at anybody who got this fate brought onto them from this one, but I'm laughing at the fact that I am just so screwed. <laughs> I'm laughing at my own demise. <laughs> A woman who has pets or even says hello to the neighbor's cat uh-uh. is surely using that animal as a familiar. In fact, if a fly or a rat entered a woman's cell while she was awaiting trial, it was assumed that the witch had used her powers to summon a familiar to do her bidding. Seriously, back in the day when they couldn't control anything, they're like, if a fly or a rat gets into your nasty yeah, yeah, little into hole. a nasty prison. Oh, I talked to my cat. to the neighbor all cat. Day. I have pictures of our neighbor's cats because I get so excited when they come up to me. I'm like, oh, look, it's a cute Same. picture. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay, there's three more. Okay. I have to. They're too interesting. Yeah, um, if you take their sarcastic comments seriously. Oh, no. If you do th- John Willard was the constable in Salem responsible for bringing the accused to court. After bringing in so many people, including those who were known for their church-going ways, an elderly woman who barely understood what they were being accused oh, of, no. Willard began to doubt how real these accusations really were. In May 1692, he finally put his foot down and declared that he would no longer take part in any arrest, sarcastically singing, saying, hang them all. They're all witches. Oh, Willard was sad. immediately accused of witchcraft, stood trial, found guilty, executed three months later for his sarcastic comment. Really? Mm. So it sounds like they're just a bunch of idiots. Anything. Anything. Ask them if they've had dreams about Native Americans. What? Sarah Osborne's downfall was when she admitted she had recurring dreams that an Indian Native American would seize her by the hair and drag her out of her house. Apparently that was enough to convince the village she was likely casting spells on them. <sighs> However, what? Osborne ended up dying while being held captive and she never stood trial for her quote crimes also if you have been married uh, multiple times mm-hmm. Which? and were accused of killing their former husband or bewitching mm. them to death or evilly seducing them yep done God forbid any of these women hated their husbands who probably more than half or so were cheating or never coming home. Or beating them. Yeah, and wanted to leave them. Well, that's The reason she's leaving me is because she's a witch. (laughs) She made my dong really small. (laughs) It wasn't like this before. (laughs) 
It's witchcraft. Uh, I just hate so much. Well, I want to end on a happier note, or I don't know. I don't know if it's happier, but I wanted to share about Japanese folklore. Ooh, fun. Yeah, they have stories of witchcraft, and they have fox witches, like actual foxes, which I think is really cool. But they're separated into two different types of fox witches. The kitsune mochi are individuals who bribe foxes with food, which would be me. Yes, I would be so that person. And then make a deal with the animal in which its magical powers will be granted. To be able to hug it every day. (laughs) (laughs) And return for food and care. So you literally could just be like, what's up, fox? Let's be friends. Here's some food. Can I have some magic he's like yes and i'm like you don't have to fox i just want to be friends oh oops but the magic of these foxes is generally considered to be evil once in the control of humans once it's in our control i mean yeah i'll use it to kill people who like hurt the foxes yeah one such evil instance of evil use is through possession known as kitsune tsuki here foxes will possess people generally women because of course women always why and inflict various ailments (laughs) You have the pox, you have a tiny dong. <laughs> Let's make pea cakes. <laughs> you have to eat pea cakes forever. And <laughs> what was that sarcasm I hear? <laughs> oh, flies and rats have come into your to your home. Which uh so these various ailments include fits of shouting and running naked. All right. Mm. Frothing. Frothing, I'm assuming uh, at the mouth. Uh, yelping <laughs> similar to that of a fox. And extreme hunger for foods traditionally preferred by foxes. I'm assuming raw meat. Hmm. I don't really know what foxes pr- prefer other than that. <laughs> the Tsukimono Suji, on the other hand, are families that have control over the magical powers of foxes. And these foxes provide their powers, luck, and prosperity, though only if well taken care of to the families as a whole, and are usually passed down along female generational lines. So there's bad magic foxes and good magic foxes. And apparently these families are both respected and shunned for their fear of inheriting the fox's magic. So people are still afraid of their good fortune. Mm. I would like to have my family blessed by a fox. Oh. I would love that. I don't I know how I would get that. that. Also. I love <laughs> I love foxes so much. Same. <laughs> I have something. I yes. have something to add. Please. So I went down another rabbit whole <laughs> fantastic my favorite i want to know like weird quote weird things about witchcraft sure throughout the ages not because what we talked about wasn't weird enough no there's <laughs> weird stuff about everything weird isn't necessarily bad it's just unique no weird good in this case i don't know we'll see okay something that i thought was kind of interesting and i'd heard this before but i forgot about it um that most witches weren't even burned at the stake oh what that's like not a thing not like how we make it a thing okay you know like burn up and all this stuff like that didn't really happen like even though it was talked about a ton and depicted that way uh during like the salem witch trials no one was burned to death all the accused that pled their cases were found guilty during the trials were hung no one found guilty of witchcraft was ever executed by burning in the american colonies oh that's Um, interesting yeah and it wasn't permissible by english law but one person who uh, was pressed to death by large stones giles Corey. i've read about that one and it's rough i still can't believe that he held out for a really long time and it makes it even sadder Uh, yeah Corey uh is the only person in u.s history to be pressed to death by court order but like that whole idea though um i'm not sure how at least if you're in europe but no one here was 
was burned, supposedly. I so mean, that's crazy. Doesn't mean it didn't happen. Yeah, but there's no records of it. Yeah. So the other kind of factoid that's strange, um, witch hunts didn't specifically target women, according to this article. So I guess countless women and men were indiscriminately persecuted for witchcraft oh. throughout history. During the Trier Witch Trials in Germany, which was from 1581 to 93, 368 people were executed and many of the victims were leading male figures of the cities and surrounding villages. Judges, uh, counselors, priests, deans of colleges. Pretty huh. crazy. So maybe it's more common in Europe. Um, in the Würzburg Witch Trial, which stretched from 1626 to 1631, 157 men, women, and children oh, were burned at the stake. Oh so there God. we go. So I guess it's Europe. Um, humming songs with the devil to, was a reason some of them died. Being a vagrant and able to give an explanation as to why they were passing through the <sighs> town of Würzburg. Really? Yeah. I feel like that's what they're trying so, to do. Uh, at LA, least though. in Europe, it sounds like... <laughs> It was um, not as female-heavy on the accusations. I did not know that. Yeah, I didn't either. It's just crazy. The word witch, people don't know where it came from. Mm. Etymologists may be surprised or not surprised to know that the word witch is of indeterminate origin. The closest and most obvious possible origin is Old English word, I guess you say this, witch, witche, it's W-I-C-C-E. Which means female sorceress and is basic linguistic root for the modern day pagan religion Wicca. So I guess it's, maybe you say it Wicca or I don't know. Hmm. Who knows? Another more specific possibility is a split meaning coming from Old English Weigel, wiggle, meaning divination, <laughs> and with meaning idol. <laughs> Sorry. Both coming from Proto Germanic word wickjaws, which means necromancer. Oh. It's kind of weird though. That huh. word doesn't have like a obvious origin. That's crazy beans. Mm. I found something that was about 16 types of witches creating magic all around you. Ooh. Wait, hold on. Oh, no. What? Witches really did fly on broomsticks. I have something about that, actually. The origins of the broom as a witch's preferred mode of transportation uh, is kind of weird, right? Mm, yeah, yeah, I would say so. Mm-hmm. People who practiced witchcraft experimented with herbs, potions, rituals that may have used the mandrake plant. Mandrake contains scopal, scopolamine and atropine, <laughs> two alkaloids that cause feelings of euphoria. Hey. The rituals performed in the nude. Ooh, I like it. Yes. Called for the participants to rub an herbal ointment containing the mandrake on their foreheads, wrists, and hands, feet, as well as on the staff that they would ride. Oh. The friction of the ointment coated staff, oh, which is, no. um, how do you say, lady bits would absorb the ointment into their system and cause a floating sensation. And the description <laughs> of that feeling is what perpetuate the symbol of the witch flying on a broomstick. I'm too immature for this. So they would. <laughs> Could you, you know what? They right on. That. <laughs> Ride on. No, I'm done. Okay. <laughs> I support that. Oh, totally. I want to dress up as that person. You want to be just naked? Because that's, she was naked. <laughs> uh, uh, well, I mean, I can wear a skin suit. <laughs> you can wear some of that nasty uh, cell Troll phone. Costume. No, that cell phone skin. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> Look like raw chicken. I'll just be a troll <laughs> and with a bandrake twig. <laughs> Rub some. Some Vicks on it. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer mentholatum myself. It's just cheaper. 
shame. <laughs> Don't judge me. Hot. <laughs> all right. So this says there's 16. I don't need to read about all of them. That's just too many. I'll just start with the traditional witch. Obviously, they oh. are witches who have base in history of the witchcraft of the old craft that came before Wicca. And they take a historical or traditional approach to their practice and often will study their ancestors or other folklore attached to witchcraft. So they're not just focused on the here and now. They want to know what those ladies in the past did. And men. Mm -hmm. um, they want to honor the old ways of practicing their craft and will often focus on working with the local history and spirits of where they are or where they've come from. While these witches do old history and customs, do hold, do hold, <laughs> they, there was a typo. Do hold history and customs in high regard. There are absolutely contemporary witches practicing today. So I know there are because we follow a few of them on Instagram. What's mm -hmm. up? I wanted to read this one. There's a sea witch, which I love. Witch. I, I like love. it. <laughs> a sea witch has strong <laughs> ties to water and the ocean and uses that element often in her practice. Sea and ocean magic will often use sand, shells, driftwood, and other elements that come from that place. They feel connected to water and ancient folklore involving sirens, etc. Hmm. There's also a kitchen witch, which I am learning to be, and I'm terrible at it. <laughs> but no, it's where they uh, create most of their magic in the home or in their kitchen. And they are Cute. usually nurturing, and they love to make their home a truly special sacred place. Kitchen witches love to cook and brew and use herbs, sometimes gathered from their own garden. They combine their own personal and individual magical energy with essential oils, herbs, food, and everyday objects to create their spells, rituals, and magic, which I really like. That's happy. Yeah. This I like is that. This is related to what you were talking about before I launched in on this. <laughs> the hedge witch. Hedge witches practice what's known as hedge jumping, which is venturing out of this world into the other world. That's a capital O. This has to do with the broom, by the way. Ugh. Hedge the witches broom. can communicate with the spiritual world and send messages between both worlds. Hedge witches practice astral projection as well as work with herbs and earth-based magic. But what makes them specifically a hedge witch is their ability to cross the hedge, aka the boundary between this world and the spirit world. And it's thought that the flying on a broomstick legend was a misunderstanding based on the hedge which is flying into the spiritual realm. Hmm. Maybe that possible? I or... want to say they got high on Mandrake. Just had a great old Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> I support it so much. <laughs> uh, many of our lady listeners might like this one. The Dianic Witch. They practice the most feminist of all witchcraft practices. Followers of the cult of Diana which, you know, if you like Wonder Woman, then mm -hmm. hilarious. Followers of the cult of Diana are all women, so no men allowed. Diana, which is worship, <laughs> the goddess through all three of her aspects, maiden, mother, and crone. Rituals can worship and worship can vary, but all have feminist aspects from a feminist standpoint. <laughs> then there's like an elemental witch, ceremonial witch, green witch, hereditary, cosmic, secular. Oh. They use crystals, herbs, oils, and candles. Yum. But they don't attach spirituality to their practice, so they're just badasses. They don't focus on a higher deity or being. Their their practice is entirely non-religious. And then oh, there's a solitary cool. witch who would choose to practice alone rather than a coven. I feel like that <laughs> might be me. <laughs> I support this. <laughs> but then I think this actually is more us, the eclectic witch, which does not have one set religious religion, practice, tradition, or culture that they pull from. They pull from a lot of stuff. All the things. Yeah. Oh, it's... we like magical foxes? Okay. <laughs> Guess we like that we're adding that. 
<laughs> Mandrake, uh, add that. <laughs> I, like, I like seashells. Mm, sea witch. <laughs> Sirens in. Done. <laughs> Drowning people. Love it. Sing to them and they drown. So good. <laughs> Karaoke at the ocean. <laughs> We think we have powers. Really, people just hate our voices. <laughs> like, I just got to drown myself. <laughs> Crash the boat. <laughs> Captain, there's a rock there. Hit I it. know. <laughs> Full steam. <laughs> so we've taught you about witches. What do you think? It was not about Salem as best as we could control. We did kind of uh, talk about it a little. I think the takeaway is, especially during this season, when which iconography is everywhere and misappropriated yeah like oh. remember that a lot of people died for being accused of this and there's way more to it than just what you see in the wizard of oz and these kind of like movie characters though i feel Ooh, angelica houston in witches was still one of the coolest things i've ever seen She's awesome and everything. But Witches is one of the scariest movies as a child. (laughs) Ever. Ever. Really scary. I feel like I should make Sean watch it. He'd be like, what the fuck is going on here? I've seen it in a very long time. It's disturbing. It's so disturbing. Yeah. As an adult, you'll look at it and go, how did I become a semi-functioning adult? (laughs) How did I I make it past this? Ugh. How did any of us make it past the trail? Oh, or the creepy the snail. Sweet horsey. Or not snail, turtle. Turtle. All of it. I hate that stupid turtle. Nothing is scarier to me than uh, Never Ending Story 2, where the kid has to give up his memories to help his friends and family. <gasps> That's fucked. That doesn't feel good. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> More Goblin King. Oh, but it was David Bowie. So that just confused that just con- that just confused all young girls and boys if oh, that was the I case. I was not confused. Well, you know what I mean. Like you're like, oh man, that's like a fifty year old. Am dude. I all I'm, in? I'm yes, all I about am. it. <laughs> Stretchy pants. And there's Muppets. <laughs> Ludo is the cutest thing ever. It's like, is this weird? I don't Oh, look at that cool thing he does with crystal balls. <laughs> I remember we watched that, I think in sixth grade, we got, we earned a movie day or a movie afternoon or whatever. And he was like, okay, our teacher, he was like a new teacher to the school. So our class was naturally just picking the sh- on him just relentlessly. And he, we picked Labyrinth and he was like, come on guys, I don't think this is very appropriate. It is about a 50 year old man hitting on an underage girl. And we're like, yeah. And no one here cares. We just like the music and Goblin King. Like, a whole class decided on this. Oh, that's so good. Poor teacher. I, I just really found a t-shirt that I made when I was, like, 14 or something. Ooh. And uh, I made my own stencil and hand-painted Jareth on a t-shirt. I feel like I've seen this shirt. Oh, probably. I loved it. <laughs> it sounds familiar. I kept it, did not throw that away. That's that's something that's I'm a keeper. One day my daughter will wear it. <laughs> She'll probably be like, ooh, retro. <laughs> oh, so vintage. <laughs> 
Mom, who's this old guy in the shirt? <laughs> He's got weird hair. I like it. Come, gather around. Let me tell you about the Goblin King. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby's like, no. I've been, I've been waiting for this day. <laughs> Her husband's going to try to prevent that. I Battle tell. of the Bulge. No. <laughs> That's a different meaning in our household. <laughs> oh. I do love Labyrinth. Your eyes can be so cruel. <laughs> I was so mad at her when she's like, you have no power over me. I'm like, idiot. I hate you. <laughs> Dude, that song makes me sad. It's You know why it makes you sad? Because it's only like 20 seconds long. Right? That's the one song that needed to be like three, four, five minutes. And then... Nope. nope. Stupid. What was it? Chili Down with like Firecats or whatever the hell that song was? I was like, this is way too long. Less of this. Get rid of their weird wiggles. Get out of here. I hate you. <laughs> I did not like them. No. Just like I didn't like the door knockers. They would live in the the fart swamp. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, why'd the fart swamp get a stupid long song? Get out of here. Jim Henson Uh, Company, if you have a longer song for David Bowie and it's secretly recorded somewhere, release it. That needs a full length song. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I've listened to that, like, 45-second clip, like, at least 100,000 times. Maybe for Halloween, we should just talk about the lab- the labyrinth all the time. The whole episode. <laughs> moment by moment. Be like, oh. No, you know what was the creepiest thing about that whole damn movie? Trash lady. Trash lady. Exactly. Trash lady. She <laughs> scared the hell out of me. Her creepy eyeballs and her flappy mouth. No. I didn't like that she also, like, was right outside her, like, illusion bedroom window yeah. part of it mm. 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 too close mm. too close to bed <laughs> that and she'd be like ah my back i'm like oh my god oh what is this so awful i hate you <laughs> go hang out with a weird wiggle guy in the fart swamp <laughs> no one wants you here everyone hates the fart swamp go hang out there yeah it's in your trash there <laughs> Tip her over into the swamp. (laughs) Drown there. Doesn't look like she'd be too hard to push over. No, so top heavy. (laughs) Her little flappy mouth doesn't look like it would let in too much air anyway, so she she would be quick. Gross. (laughs) Barf. Barf. I wish we could get transported into like a virtual reality of all of that movie. Oh, that is such a good idea. That needs to be real. If anybody can do a VR thing, like a VR experience where you get to like walk on one of those little walkie pads. In Labyrinth? Oh, oh my god. What money do I need to and pay for that like, to happen? And then you like, to get to Bowie, you have to go through the Labyrinth. <laughs> No, there's too many. And you ended the ball. Oh, okay. If that's where you end, then I'm down. But he has to <laughs> sing the song to me first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That song comes first, and then you somehow ended the ball. The song's just on replay, those 20 seconds, as you're getting through the labyrinth, <laughs> and it just gets louder as you get closer to the ball. <laughs> oh, so it's like the hint. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I like this. All right. Okay. Somebody who does VR stuff. Make us this, please. I feel like you'd make a lot of money off of this, whoever would be all making the money. this. We would pay you all the money. <laughs> you have a lot of fans of Labyrinth stuff. Do Seriously. <gasps> okay. Now, cool. with that, we <laughs> shall leave you. <laughs> Wait. Oh, we have. do we have a plan for next week? What is today? I'm lost. We don't. I feel like we have to discuss it because we're not... Oh, no. We have a plan. Oh, we do? Yeah. What's the plan? Next week... We're going to read campfire stories or scary stories. Oh, fun. You forgot about this, but we discussed it. I forget it. about all the things. That's okay. Erica's like rubbing her eyeballs and... I got mascara in them. <laughs> the worst. So we're going to read campfire stories. If you have a spooky story to share, we would Please. love to read it on air. However... We make fun of each other. We will never make fun of a story. Oh, no. And there's 100% chance that we will fully believe in whatever it is because... And then be creeped out and then... Yeah. I won't want to go into the room that's right outside my pod cave. I'll get scared and get trapped <laughs> in here all night. Oh, I love... Love stories. Yes. So if you guys have scary stories uh, and you are comfortable with sharing them with us and reading them or letting us read them, excuse me, on the air next week, please email them to us at nightguyspod at gmail.com. Or you can send us a DM on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. Just search for Night Guys Podcast. Actually, I think we're under Night Guys Pod on Twitter. Sorry. My bad. Um, <laughs> or you can find all of our information on our website nightguyspod.com which is also where our merch store is so oh my gosh somebody's been buying up these uh night guys steins. steins i want one so bad <laughs> so stupid <laughs> please don't make us be the only people that are buying from our merch store. <laughs> you don't even know if who it is that's buying from our merch store it could be it could be erica's husband we don't know <laughs> <laughs> no one knows he won't tell but me this stein looks legit like i actually is, really awesome. really want one anyway uh if you have scary stories we want to hear them i love them give me them all yeah this is exciting we cool. will read them for halloween well that's all i got to share same okay this is the night guys podcast i'm liana i'm erica okay bye-bye bye, -bye. bye.